Yo, it's a stupidly small podcast. Monday, February 2nd, 2015. The year is trundling along. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hey, uh, Farrell. Uh, actually, what's your name? It would be nice if you got it right for this Sparkles. week. Oh, yeah. Sparkles. Sparkle pants indeed. Stuart Farrell. No, Sparkle pants. Uh, it now comes through into my phone, and which is hilarious when I get a message, but then it's hard to remember what your name is when I need, desperately need to text you something. The other day I was like, yeah. quick, quick, send me a message, and then I had to remember what your silly name was. Change it back. You know, when I think of Sparkle Not pants. It back. Mm. Um, you said that here in Melbourne, Australia, they had the Midsummer Parade yeah. um, down Fitzroy Street in St Kilda where it's been going for 20 odd years. It's a gay pride march, basically, uh-huh. easiest way to describe it. And when I hear of sparkle pants, mm. I think of those buff guys that wear the really tight uh, Crack whackers uh, that have got sparkles all over them. Crack whackers. Well, they, you know, they really they give your crevices a bit of a workout. <laughs> have you worn them? Do you know what they like sparkle pants? No, but every time you say sparkle pants, I think of that guy walking down Fitzroy Street well, in his uh, tight pants. Now everyone who's listening is mm-hmm. going to think of you in those very tight pants. Could we not? Yes, well, it's, please. It's Monday morning, and <laughs> I want to start the week on with some good news. Oh, please all do. Right? We're back. To normal. It's yep. a full week. We yep. had a four day last week. We did. We've got a sponsor, a show sponsor, a business that's willing to put their money behind us because they know that we are a two bit operation that uh, <laughs> needs all the desperately We can't even needs afford an oily rag. You know? <laughs> so thank you so much to the Raccoon Club, who are this week's stupidly small sponsor. They're down at uh, Plenty Road in Preston. Mm-hmm. They're a lovely little bar, right? Specializing in, well, I was going to say niche drinks, but there's no such thing as niche drinks, is there? What's a niche drink? That would be... Uh, things. Well, things that aren't like, just, you know, the two beers you can get on tap in a bunch of inner city... Well, no, because they've got 10 taps. They Ooh. drink Victorian craft beers, 90 single malt whiskies, and a whole heap of stuff, which we'll tell you at the end of the show. But at the Raccoon Club down in Preston, this week's show sponsor, thank you so much, because uh, we love show sponsors. Thank you so much. Hmm. Um. Lots of good news. What? I reckon over the well, lots of you know, lots of news, and there's lots happening. Well, there's lots happening, and also I just you know the news can get so relentless when it's like horror after horror after horror, and it's just it's just good to be able to concentrate on like little things that are fun and and also positive. Are you talking about the sponsor or the news? The news, the actual news in the big wide world. Well, I was thinking about that this morning, right? I do a lot of my thinking in the shower, Uh and. It occurred to me that the current news yes. uh, suits my uh, particular thoughts on things. But I was thinking, what about the other side? Like, um, you know, on, on election night, for instance, yeah. 18 months ago, wherever it was, yeah. and the current government here in Australia got in. I had this and, exact thought. Oh, right. And I was just like flat. And I'm going, yeah. this is the worst. Yeah. I mean, these guys suck. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And... But there must have been people out there going, "This is isn't this the greatest? Yeah. We've finally got there." And yeah. uh, I'm, uh, at the moment, everything seems to be coming going my way. Yeah. In that, oh, there's my drink. Yeah. In that, uh, I'm, I'm I'm currently happy with the Queensland uh, government uh, failing, and the fact that the uh, prime minister is teetering on the edge of. Well, yeah, it's it's destroyed. Although, him. He's you know, do a big, you know, uh, suck speech next. today. What? Oh, some other idiot's going to get in there and we're going to have to deal with that. Yes, but they, they've they come into government on this 
stability. We're not the Labor Party. We're not going to be changing leaders midstream. Yeah. We, and everything that they said they're not going to do, yeah. they're going to do, yeah. which is surely going to erode any sort of confidence in this mob. Yeah. And with, uh, you know, revenues failing and or just, just dropping off yeah. and with all these stupid promises and cutbacks to – and the constant talking down of the economy. Yeah. It's starting to come back and bite them in the butt. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. And it's they're being proven to be lies. Anyway, to be on the other side of it at the moment must suck. I mean, that is the thing. I had this exact thought because I live in an apartment building with uh, – and the person in the next apartment – in the next apartment is um, – in the downstairs apartment is apartment. on the other side. flat or apartment? I don't know. I'll say flat because it is. It's much more. Oh, it's much more Australian. Mm. Okay, the downstairs flat. She is uh, very much on the other side. Like as in, she works with them and stuff. I think she actually has blue blood. Yes, I saw her with a blood nose once. And it's <laughs> she does streaming out of her face. <laughs> no, she couldn't be more blue blood if mm. she tried. She uh, had a party on the state Victorian state election night and informed me because, you know, you kind of mm. need to let them, each other know when you're having something like that. I was out of town, but she said, uh, that we're having a party. It's an election night party. You're welcome to come by. Warning, it's going to be liberal, uh, capital L liberal being in Australia, the opposite of liberal in the rest of the world. Um, and so I just thought, wow, you know, like – that happens. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just, What happens at those parties, more interestingly? Yeah, but also it's such an... E- Do you think they have a poor person on the spit? <laughs> <laughs> it's just so interesting that we live in... Like you live in such a bubble and then your next door neighbour lives in a, just a total other bubble. Like, I don't know. It's but our, at least our bubbles in this country. I mean, for all, all the complaining that we do, mm. you know, about politics and oh, I hate you guys, you hate us, and we... we um, and not we can still mingle, you know. It's like the sporting thing that you keep hearing about, where English people go, "I can't believe you're sitting here with the opposition. I can't believe this is happening." Right. Um, we we can have opposing views and quite um and oppose quite passionately. Yeah. But we don't take it to the next level yet. Right. We're not. We're not. Uh, you you don't not speak to the people downstairs. Yeah. Because. They have completely different beliefs to you. Well, and this election is a kind of uh, interesting comment on all of that because people are saying, well, you know, the media doesn't get it and the polit- politicians don't get it. So <clears throat> the, the, they're saying that the election, the electorate's volatile and, oh, you know, how can we govern if we just think that the, election's gonna, the electorate's going to turn on us at any given moment? Um, and the fact is... I, I think it was, I think George Megalogena said in on Twitter over the weekend that it's actually, that's not, that's a misunderstanding and that actually the electorate is less tribal was his expression. Like that it's less, you know, I'm in a bubble, you're in a bubble. It's because people do change sides. They mm-hmm. go, eh, nah, that's not working. Like, well, yeah, there are there is a segment that are born into it and don't never change. Yeah, totally. Right? And then there's that whole middle ground, which isn't it? Wasn't there other opinion across the weekend where they're saying the middle ground are the reason why compulsory voting should be taken away because they will vote or will support what uh, some idiotic um, newspaper is saying, or right. and that's why we're getting these crappy politicians that have. Uh, pe- 
you know, good politicians, people with conviction, yeah. are too scared to run on conviction now because yeah. it's going to offend a media baron or a, a particular media outlet or something. Did you and then see influence that they'll get against? You know, spoken against, and then the people will be against them as well. So it's pointless. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I know. I yeah, but then, the, I I think that people just underestimate how if for instance if it wasn't a two party preferred system uh, sorry a two party system where there would you know if if we could if there if there were more room for coalition which everyone's so so terrified of well they're not they, but we spoke well, they, we get being told how crazy are. it is yeah, yeah that's it's right. unstable and crazy yeah but if if we didn't have if if they didn't get to rest on their party laurels then we wouldn't have that problem and mm. you know what I mean like I, I don't know that you can argue it either way but it's just interesting how the electorate gets the blame for for a result like this yeah rather than the people who went in and privatized everything and you know just arrogantly made decisions and the other thing I love is now <laughs> what people do is they say oh yes our message clearly didn't get out there this has happened the last few elections, like federal, yeah, state, the people whatever. Did, the people didn't get it. People didn't get it. They mm. didn't get our message. We just need to learn how. We need to be clearer about our message. We need to know. Mm, I think you're a little bit too clear about your message. Yeah, it's, it's more about we need to uh, cover up how we're going to screw them yeah. a bit better. Is that, that's what it is. It they is. worked out what we were up to and they didn't like it. Yeah. So it's not we don't get the message. We yeah. get the message loud and clear. Yeah. That's why you're not in government anymore. That's it. You know, you've got to learn to lie better. And then maybe you can trick us. But yeah. it comes back to, you know how I was saying at the very top here about how other people are feeling and what's going on? Like yeah. Another two big examples. Yeah. Peter Grester, right? Oh. Out of prison. Yeah. Uh, could you imagine his little bubble at the moment? Oh he's he's on a plane currently with his brother flying back to Australia. Um, what's going on at his folks' house at the moment? You know, know. the party, like the celebrations. Do you, do you know what to, though? One of the first things that was said in a statement by his family was let's just let him get used to life again. Let's not have him – like a bit of privacy would be nice because every journal, every, you know, news agency in the mm. world is going to be chasing down pictures of him getting off the plane, pictures of him, <laughs> you know, like everybody well, sort of that's to does be want to know though, Because he, they've encouraged the media and everyone on the planet to get behind and there's been hashtags and there's been stories and there's been movements and there's been pressure on our government and the Egyptian government True. to free him. I know, but why do so we... So now they what, want the happy side of the story as well. They want the payoff. Sure, but why... Yes, but can we wait a couple of days and let the guy... And imagine? Just let, just imagine. Imagine him on the plane. I like the idea of imagining him on the plane with his brother and not being told the whole story. What story? Well, we don't know. Hmm. It's oh, nice. you mean us not being told the story? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying Peter doesn't know the story that they sold the family house or something and they're going to Oh, my to God. Sell. Your imagination's going everywhere. There's a good uh, picture, by the way, just before we wrap this up, of uh, all of the newspaper front pages, the Queensland ones. Did you see this? No. It's like all the newspaper headlines about uh, Newman and it says, you know, if only the media had supported him. It's hilarious. It's like page after page of like him holding a puppy dog and like <laughs> just it's a beat up. Anyway, uh, yay world. Yay world. Stupid. Lozwana, mm -hmm. we've had uh, a lot of feedback and I think we should be addressing feedback here at Stupid okay, and Small because, sure. um, you know, 
we hear you loud and clear. And yeah. Before we get to the main issue and the big one that we might have to throw open to stupidly small family, oh, our bubble. Okay. Um, we got a, a, an email um, from, uh, oh, yes, hello, from Sean. Hello, Sean. Good oh, morning. Yeah. Thanks for your feedback. Yep. Lots of uh, little points and uh, thank you very much. Now, he was saying you can sing. Pardon? Well, you you wrote a new song. What was that about? What's uh, about the segment we do about what's in your phone? Are oh, you talking about me personally? You personally, Lauren Clark. Yeah. Can sing. Are you going to? Uh, what was the song? Oh, the phone song. This is oh. well. It's not for now. People might think it's the segment. Oh, okay. I'm going to save it up. But the, well, he's given us lots of points. Yeah. And, and I'll say thank you uh, to him, Sean. Yes. For. <laughs> What's going on over there? Oh, no. It's like, <laughs> this is what you're hearing now, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. This is a bit of a science experiment. This is the sound of someone just uh, imploding on, on what, record. What do you mean? You, well, well, I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, okay, so Sean's talking about. Help me. Sean is talking about the what's in your our new what's in the phone segment, right? Yield. Which is on uh, it's coming up. It's not yet. So this is just a practice one. Mm. So people, please don't think the segment is now. I'm just going to show you how the song goes. Oh. Okay, it goes. What's in your phone? And Stu hates it. I hate you. Avec and passion. But what's that say? Sorry, with a passion. Uh-huh. Avec with moi and. I don't know. I'm making it well, up. Well, you know it's how people know bastardization that. Because it's volivore, volivore, couché avec moi, ce soir. Oh, oh my goodness. See? Dear our French listeners, yeah. I'm very sorry. Although I don't think we have any because we've spoken about the French before and we've never had anybody ring up and say... How dare you, etc. Yeah, what's up with the Frenchies? They're probably too busy like, eating toast. Oh, hello. Hey. Toast. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I bring up feedback, yes, you know, let's get this back on track. Okay, this, sure. As you would say, in your, in your vernac, yep. it's ridiculous. Yep. And uh, we've had a lot of uh, blowback about bins. Oh, now, the bins. Oh, my goodness. I know. Had I but known. I'm hearing the audio groans and the, the collective groan everywhere. They're on about the bins again. But I've got to let you know, Lauren, that there's a lot of um, broken hardness out there that we, know. We, we have canned yeah. <laughs> stupidly bins. There, <laughs> very good. There is a, a backlash, I would say, against Andrew, who cancelled the bin segment. Mm. Um, because Andrew, it was Andrew. It was Andrew who did yeah. it, yeah, single-handedly. Well, he wrote us a vicious email um, <laughs> that basically threatened us and... Uh, <laughs> Was anti stupidly bins, yeah, and, and, and we in in fear of our lives, we reacted as any human, you know, that doesn't have an army behind them would. Yeah, and uh, we we did withdraw the segment, and but it is funny that how many people like found it a useful. B somebody said comforting. I like that one because you know you get to kind of hear about all the different parts in the world, you and you're just know. winding Do you down the be... podcast. Yeah, I know comforting. Do you is... Want, is that uh, is comforting a way to be described? Like if you know, <laughs> so if someone said to me, Lauren Clark, what's what's it Lauren Clark like? I've, I've listened to her before, but I don't know what she like. She's, and com- if I, she's and really I said, comforting. You know, that Lauren is really comforting. <laughs> I don't know that to me. Comfort it's food. always just nice because you're sort of like a blanket. Yeah. Well, the Lauren blanket sounds appealing. But at the same time, comforting means 
Uh, the Lauren blanket. <laughs> you wish. Um, that, but, that, it means yeah. large and wet huh? and um, <laughs> in a pot almost. Large and wet and in a pot. Yeah. You know, like I don't want you to be comforting in that way. Comfort food, I don't know. The comforting's nice though. It's no, particularly comforting... at the end. If, if... Good. I'm glad you met the end. Mention the end. Yeah. It's like the end of life. You've got, uh, as humans, we have to go through, we go through phases, right? Mm-hmm. And we are not in the comfort, we don't, we're not at a stage in our lives where we're comfort, comfortable. We're, we don't want to be described as comfortable, comfortable or comforting. We're not, certainly not comfortable financially. <laughs> no, but we're as not people, comfortable. We're, we're not comfortable in any segment of our lives yet. No, that's right. We don't know right. where we're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when, uh, when we don't know where we're going, we know where we've been. Mm. Is that a talking head song? Um, <laughs> but, you know, what? It, it is, as a teenager, you want to be described as, uh, well, not impressive, but. I yeah. don't know. You're not comforting. You're right. You're you don't, as a teenager, you don't want to be. You don't want to be, no, want to be described as dynamic, perhaps. Yeah. In your 30s, you want to be described as uh, a go-getter, perhaps. Yeah. I don't know. 40s. We're both approaching our 40s, Lauren. We can't deny that. Uh, some of us we can't deny it, are already galloping through our 40s, I would argue, Stuart Farrell. Well, would you say someone comfortable could gallop? No. See, so I don't want to be described as comfortable. Okay. Or comforting. 50s. Yeah. You want to be probably described as uh, successful. Yeah. 60s. Well, do you go back to dynamic? So when do you get to be comfortable? God, life's a drag, I isn't it? I 70s. want to be comfortable. I want to kick off my shoes, curl up on the couch, have a little blankie, get someone else to bring Don't me a you, hot drink. There's nothing more sad than a young person dreaming of retirement. There's like you've got 40, 30 odd years. Let's. I be don't honest. dream of retirement. I just want to. Have you dream my, of being comforting. I just want to take my shoes off at the end of the day and roll up on the couch and watch something. For You're f- too young to be talking like this. You must, right? You must be saying, I want to kick off these work shoes and put on the dance pumps the and get out of shoes. here. Yeah. Or even the walking shoes and then the eating shoes and the, you know. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. <laughs> you just did. <laughs> you just did what they call jazz hands. Uh, I've well, never seen you do jazz hands. Is it because well, you sparkles now? Could you stop saying sparkle pants? No, because oh, no, I think well, jazz hands indicate makes you dynamism, right? Mm. And excitement. Jazz hands indicate dynamism. Well, they do, and they they mean you're electric, and perhaps that's what you want to be described at the moment. Okay, so electric. we want so we want an electric segment to replace stupidly bins, right? Well, no, but see, bins are comforting. I'm just saying as humans, we don't want to be described as comfortable. Okay. Well, I don't think they were saying we were comfortable. No, but it just went there because yeah. um, it needed to. Needed so what are we to doing? What are, we, are we going to do the bin segment? Well, we have to throw it open. Oh, God, no. Yes. We, no, but look, this is so unscientific. Got, we almost got summer over the line and, and that is, on you know, it's a fact. We almost cancelled summer. Yeah. Do we ask the listeners, because we are a family, we are a bubble, yeah. a stupidly small bubble. Yeah. We want this bubble to get bigger. But we're a bubble. What do you mean? It's a fairly big bubble. It is a big bubble, but I'm saying it's not a it's not a finite bubble. Right. It's yeah. a bubble that we want to grow, and we we welcome people in. Yeah. And we want your opinion whether or not stupidly bins should return in some form. Or is that just lazy? Getting others to do it. Well, no. Work? Do you know what it is? It depends on people doing it, and it and as we proved with the stupidly summer 
uh, vote that we did mm. about whether we wanted summer or not, uh, it's a bit unscientific because people who who don't want summer were the people who wrote in. And people who did like it didn't say anything until yeah. I wrote something on Facebook uh, about like advocating on its behalf and then all of a sudden everybody came on board. This, so is, people, all, no, this is the problem with science. This is why we should disregard science because no. it disregards passion. And if for science to disregard passion says to me that it is unscientific. No, because real science anticipates and acknowledges passion and accounts for it in its data. No, look, that's what the scientists tell you. And I'm, there is a bit of a thing. I've got a theory that the scientific, scientists and science. Science. <laughs> science. <laughs> Mightn't be all it's cracked up to be. Is that your theory, is it? What's your? Uh, how do you back that up with any empirical data? Because whatsoever? I have plenty of passion. And they do not account properly for passion. Passion makes the world go round. Passion. Oh, dear. Right? Is... Passion is allowing me mm. to fight off being comfortable. Okay. So you want to do the thing. You want to – okay. So what do people do? They write – they say bins, no bins. Yeah. Is that it? <laughs> it's pretty much on, it. On social media, they can go to the voicemail. We love voicemails. Please voicemails. Uh, check it out there on the well, website. And we didn't play the ones for the summer. We had people just ring up and going, no. Yeah, I know. Yes. We played a couple. Do we? Yeah. I don't think we did. Yes, we did. You've got the worst memory. But we didn't play, we didn't play the whole lot. Mm. Anyway, look, point is you can do that. Is that the point? Yeah, and if no one uh, responds, I don't care anyway. But um, is, that, is that what? Do like, you know what that is? What? Not passionate? Not, not fashion? passionate. Well, look, you know where I stand. You need to care. Actually, do I have a stance on bins? I don't. I'm happy to be swayed by the electorate. This the is fickle, what? fickle electorate. Let's see what they do. Stupid. In a typically odd Monday show, that segment was I don't know what, but I tell you what I do know, Lauren. Please, Sparks. Sponsor. Time to thank our sponsor. We have a business that's willing to support us this week and we love them for it. It is the Raccoon Club down there at 145 Plenty Road, Preston. Okay. They're a small bar, but they're a great bar. Well, it's small. You get about 80 to 100 in there, I'd imagine. It's pretty good. Hey, you know what's really good about it? I've seen this business. Yeah. Start from the very – I was there like in the first week of its operation yeah. and to what it's become now and just watching something in your neighbourhood or in a neighbourhood just growing. Nice. You know, and it's really grown – it's grown into its space. Beautiful. So it started sort, sort quite sparse and as, and just just slowly kept growing. What? Did you say that it had like 70 types of whiskey or something? It has 90 single malt whiskeys, Lauren Clark. And I'm going to throw you a challenge. Oh, no. Does it involve whiskey? <laughs> <laughs> it involves 90 whiskeys. Yeah. I think you and I one day, oh, over yeah. the course of a week, okay. should go down yeah. and sample every single whiskey. <laughs> so what's 90 divided by 6? Don't ask me maths questions. It's 15. Don't even right? look at me while you talk about maths. Okay, it's 15. Right. So every day. So every day we have 15 whiskeys. Yeah, but we'll share it. Oh, oh, well, in that so case. basically we're having seven and a half whiskeys. We sit Dude, there at the bar you know and we say, Rob, Helen, they're the two I understand there at the Raccoon Club. <laughs> Next one. Oh, and, my God. And we sample, we sip it. You're going to be pouring me into a cab at the end of it. Oh, I'll get you home. Oh. Right. I'll dink you home on the bike. Anyway, oh. it's the Raccoon Club, Tuesday through Sunday. <laughs> and uh, just get the 86 tram. If you're in Melbourne, Australia, 86 tram, 
Get off its top 44, you're at the door. We're going to be telling you all about the Raccoon Club this week. 145 Plenty Ray Preston. They are the stupidly small sponsor. Bless Thank their you. cotton socks. Bless them. And you know what? One little tip. Mm-hmm. They don't take bookings or functions. Okay. I like that because that means you, you know you can get there any time. Nice. Not, I see. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. They've yeah, got a little, lot of little quirky policies. I might tell you about one tomorrow. Like, uh-huh. And one that, that I particularly like when it hey. comes to licensed premises. Thanks, Raccoon Club. Plenty Stu, road. Yes. Is it time for what's in your phone? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I only like it because of how much you hate it. Okay. And it's not a, it's a genuine hate. Yeah. Genuine hate. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Well, speaking at the top of the show. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Sound like a cat looking for a mate. And um, we look at that look of hate. You actually hated that. <laughs> no, wow. I didn't. I didn't. I'm just yeah, waiting you, for the next opportunity it. to go, what's in your phone? You look, when you give that look, yeah. you actually, I can see behind your eyes and it's like you're playing on how to kill me. Is it really? Yeah. That's the look you give me every time I sing, what's in your phone? <laughs> I once See that said one? publicly, <laughs> uh, pity those who underestimate you or something. And it's you gave me one of those looks where I thought maybe I should just step back away from that line. <laughs> anyway, we were talking about how other people live in other bubbles. And right now, as yes. we speak, mm-hmm. there are thousands, millions of people in the United States all gearing up. We're, we're literally an hour away from recording time here mm. to the start of the Super Bowl. Oh, and of course. people having, uh, what, are they, what are the back of the car parties called? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's called living with your parents. But... Uh, <laughs> You know, the boot. No, no, no. Booster bumper, um, bam, bams. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Somebody's hating it. Can you keep going and I'll think of it. Booster bumper, bam, bams. They're not called booster bumper. Anyway, you know, they get drunk in car parks. Oh, sounds great. Yeah, it sounds amazing. Anyway, the New England Patriots taking on the Seattle Seahawks and there's parties going on. It's a Sunday in the United States and it's just joyful. And we're missing out. It's Monday morning here and, you know, some people going off to bars and, and there's lots of stuff going on. But yeah. uh, Is this not in the your same. phone? Yeah. Right. Just, just the word Super Bowl or? <laughs> <laughs> I think you might have misunderstood the sound. <laughs> no. It's Lauren Clark. Thank you. I've got Seattle. You think it's quite funny, don't you? No, I just Seattle like, Super Bowl just, written in my phone. You just got busted. That's all. <laughs> well, we're talking about the Super Bowl, and it is in my phone. So shut up. And <laughs> yeah, we want your tip. Who's going to win, the New England Patriots or the Seattle Super Bowl? Okay. Uh, you asking me? Oh, I yep. don't know. The who? The what? The New England Patriots. Well, I kind of hope they win because they're. I'm not even going to say it. Oh, they're from Boston? The, area. The area. What, and the who? Seattle Superhawks. I'm going with the Hawks. Yeah, the Hawks probably win. Oh, we're both going to the same team? No, I'm just saying I'm going for the other team, but I'm sure the others will win. You actually said it like you knew what you are talking about. I know. we got to go, Lauren Clark. Mm. It's been a Monday. And, <laughs> Look, uh, that's all we can say. That's, our, that's our apology, better. isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Until tomorrow, Lozwana, have a great day and uh, nice one. Thanks, Sparks. Bye.